Welcome to Harlow on Healthcare. I'm David Harlow, and I invite you to join me by my virtual hearth as I sit down with healthcare leaders to discuss building the future of healthcare. Today, I have two guests, Marina and Eugene Borchovich. Uh, Marina and Eugene are the dynamic duo building what they call the health coaching revolution through their health and wellness coaching platform, Your Coach Health. They are seeking to make coaching more accessible while enabling a global gig economy of health coaches. Marina is a mission-driven serial entrepreneur and cancer survivor. She's the founder and CEO of Your Coach Health. And Eugene is a serial intra and entrepreneur, executive, builder, speaker, advisor, with a focus in digital health. He's the co-founder and COO at yourcoach.health. Eugene's previous history includes heading up Bayer's digital health unit, running a healthcare consulting practice, and other work in the sector over time. Welcome, Eugene. Welcome, Marina. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you, David. Wonderful to speak to you, and I'm happy to be here. And David, it's great to reconnect. And uh, I think we just realized this is my my second appearing on your amazing show. So happy to be back. <laughs> well, okay. Not many would subject themselves to a second round, but uh, I'm a brave man. So thanks, thanks for being here. I gave a thumbnail sketch introduction to your coach, and I wonder if you can expand on that. Let us know what you're about, what you're trying to build here. I would love to do that. So your coach came about very organically. Like you mentioned, I am a cancer survivor. And uh, through my cancer journey, after the doctors were done with chemo and radiation and surgery and reconstructive surgeries, I was left very broken and discovered health coaching and a process that hacking of hacking away of my own body and realizing what it means to be holistically healthy. So I became a health coach, um, started coaching my own clients, realized that there was no, you know, quote unquote, sexy enough solution out there to manage my own clients and created your coach health, which was supposed to be just my business. And it was supposed to, to be this little toy to help me manage a few of my clients that I had. Fast forward to today, we have 2,700 plus coaches on the platform who are using it. And uh, at the heart of what we do is still this practice management platform uh, for health and wellness coaches where they can come in and manage their whole business from onboarding clients to setting tasks and to-dos, video sessions, chats, notes for afterwards. And Obviously, we can't do anything on a small scale, and we quickly realized that what these coaches are great at um, is coaching, and not all of them, but obviously the ones who are validated by us on the platform, they're not maybe so great at marketing themselves. So we bring them new client opportunities. Uh, for those coaches that we validate through the platform, we give them new opportunities with our clients who are companies looking to surround their service or product with health coaching. And David, I'm just going to add, as Marina pointed out, right, you know, she was building this, again, started as a toy to a certain extent and to manage her own business to optimize it. And, you know, part of, you know, as, as you did kind of the introduction, um, you know, I'm in and out of large companies. And, and as I joke around, I'm either recovering executive or recovering entrepreneur. 
So I'm still recovering from my last life sciences organization, uh, which was a fun journey, but there could be nothing better to join Marina on that journey and get back into the startup world and, and really make a, make a difference in the impact. Um, things that, you know, I guess more holistic in a way versus just pinpointed to a particular disease. So when you say holistic and you're talking about sort of a broad approach to health coaching, I guess the thing that I wanted to probe a little bit on is sort of how the coaching platform and the coaching service integrates with the broader healthcare ecosystem. It sounds like you were talking about or starting to talk about, Marina, how you integrate with other services. And I wasn't sure if you're referring to integration into a broader benefit package from the employer side, or if you're also integrating into the healthcare industrial complex. Yeah, we'd love to expand on that. Uh, so before we go further, maybe I should define what a health coach is for those who are maybe not familiar with the term. Mm -hmm. And also because that term has been thrown around so much um, and it means different things to different people. But a health coach is a partner or mentor that helps individuals uh, set and achieve their goals. And it's very much uh, driven by the individual, driven by a person. A health coach doesn't prescribe. A health coach elicits that intrinsic motivation within an individual um, and sets them on the right path to achieve their goals. Um, I know Eugene loves to refer to it as a... <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I always jump in because, you know, as a, you know, joining Marina as a COO uh, and witnessing, um, you know, what she went through and especially how health coaching has helped tremendously, I needed to understand really what it is. And so I just took a nine-week kind of extreme coaching class, let's put it that way, and what I kind of summarized it as to the 47 students in that class is, is non-clinical psychotherapy. And I think as we sort of went deeper into it, you know, a psychotherapist goes deep into your history and into finding the root causes of things, right? Health coaches help there as well, but they're really looking forward, right? And so... It, it's all about goal setting. Health yeah. coaching is about goal setting. And where we fit in, we're, as a company, we need to be laser focused. Obviously, we're a startup. We're a young startup, um, a little over two years old. But what we are doing, we're not going directly to health plans. We're not going directly to employers. We're working with digital health companies and we surround their product or offer um, and we go with them together uh, to, to, to sell the service. And so go ahead, Eugene. No, I wanted to, you know, as we start sort of kind of setting the scene for health coaching and, you know, again, you know, healthcare is so based, um, you know, on reimbursements, um, maybe just again for your listeners, um, a little bit more education around health coaching. Um, you know, it's been anchored in about 20 years of uh, history at this point. Only in about 2012, um, there was a, a entity set up called National Board of Health and Wellness Coaching. Um, which actually went deeper into gathering, starting to gather the science, the jobs to be done, um, you know, um, uh, and became an accreditation body for now almost 110 schools, I believe, um, and their programs, and also a certification body for health coaches. End of 2019, the National Board, uh, together with the American Medical Association, released three test CPT codes 
Um, I'm not going to blur out the, the blur out the numbers themselves, but in short, it's initial session, it's ongoing one-one session, and group coaching sessions. Those are the three CPT codes. That mm-hmm. was 2019. Uh, in 2021, um, a taxonomy code for a certified health and wellness coaching has been approved, which means, and, and again, for many of the listeners, will know. Uh, a national provider uh, identifier can be obtained by a certified health coach. Um, and then finally, just from a historical perspective, this year, the National Board of Health and Wellness Coaching, together with UC San Diego, began real-world data collection um, on, on those CPT codes. So, you know, again, while health coaching, and I, you know, I kind of joked around early on, um, uh, you know, some people have a perception of this as, as I joked around, cuckoo voodoo science. It's been anchored in science. Uh, it's 20-year-old industry. And, you know, with, again, for about 10 years, it's been now established. And there's numerous and numerous of studies which we can get to later. So there's a, there's a pathway to reimbursement here. And maybe in the interim, there is uh, private reimbursement available. And you've answered one of my other questions already, which is about sort of validation certification. So there is a framework for uh, the professional certification of the coaches. Yes. So certifications come in many shapes and sizes for health coaches. There's undergraduate programs of four years. There's graduate programs of a couple of years. There's certifications that are 10 months. There's certifications, like Eugene said, nine weeks, like a program he went to. And with all of those, somebody graduates um, with a health coach certification and calls themselves a health coach. A certification alone does not make somebody a great health coach. Um, Even if they pass the national board exam, it's yet another certification. So what we do on the platform, we see what the coaches do in the real world. We see if their clients are showing outcomes. We see how incredible these coaches really are. I mean, there's some coaches on a platform. There's one, she has 19 certifications. She never coached a day in her life. So not somebody who would ever match with a client, not somebody who would ever recommend uh, to, to our clients. So there's a lot to be said about real world experience and real world data as well, in addition to certifications. Just wanted to add that sure. in there. Sure. Understood. It's not just about the certificate. You were talking about integration with digital health offerings. And I'm wondering if you could give uh, one or two concrete examples. Yeah, so we, you know, uh, we announced our uh, go-to-market customer, um, and, and again, I'll just take ten seconds. Um, we're very much focused as a company on the supply side of the equation, right? Um, and building the trust in the coaching community, and hence, as Marina mentioned, you know, two thousand seven hundred coaches plus. Um, and then, and and we just recently announced our uh, go-to-market customer and partner, Twill Therapeutics. Um, uh, AKA artist formerly known as Happify, where uh, uh, for the listeners that do know, um, you know, they're anchored as a digital therapy and digital tools, um, you know, science backed. And your coach uh, will be powering up um, all of their live duet uh, coaching. So we wrap around the digital tools and provide live coaching. 
the program is public out there. Um, it's a 30-minute uh, voice video session a month with unlimited uh, chat support for the end users of 12 Therapeutics. Um, so this is our go-to-market customer and partner. And, um, you know, unfortunately can't mention others that are uh, are in there just yet. Uh, but Great. That's a great first step. And so we're, uh, I'm familiar with the name Happify, and I understand there was a, a transaction or a name change for both. Where do people access Happify? Is that direct to consumer? Is that through a health plan? Is that through an employer? Yeah, so they have, uh, and, and I don't want to speak too much. I'll leave it to them. Um, sure. You know, their, their customer channels are all of the above, um, okay. you know, health plans, um, large employers, um, as well as life sciences. Um, uh, and so we are partnering up across uh, their book of business and, um, you know, looking forward to expanding that. Okay. And the use cases, you know, again, I'm just going to dive deeper a little bit, maybe, um, you know, where our go-to-market are these digital health companies that have made significant entry, uh, and again, very much science-backed, that's our key component to all of this. Um, and the use cases we're seeing is across virtual care, virtual care companies are surrounding Um uh, you know, health coaching or, or around their services, uh, digital therapeutic companies, uh, AKA uh, Twill, um, you know, broader digital health, remote patient monitoring. Um, you know, again, the example that we use, and, and to be clear, we don't have uh, that as a, as a customer base, but, you know, around the goal setting and uh, the use case that I've been using is, you know, God forbid you're, you had a stroke and upon your recovery, you do have to wear a particular device. Um, you know, I, I think people have, you know, the whole adherence as a word, I think, you know, people that do know me um, really do know that I, I, I don't enjoy that word. I don't think people want to be told adherent, but if you approach it from the perspective of, well, I had a stroke and I just want to be able to get up from a chair or walk a block and goal setting, um, and the overarching goal is to literally being able to get up and walk, um, then that becomes the short goals as a device monitoring or remote patient monitoring. So that's another use case. Um, we've seen uh, inbound from um, clinical trial around clinical trials uh, and for caregivers. We've seen inbound from patient support program and surrounding coaches around it. And again, it is around, if you think about any of those use cases, as human beings, we have our goals. And if we don't know them, this is where coaches really help to help extract those. If you're just tuning in, this is Harlow on Healthcare coming to you on Healthcare Now Radio. I'm David Harlow, and I'm speaking today with Marina and Eugene Borkovich. We're talking about a range of services, a range of services that include or bump up right against healthcare, and frankly, services that are broader than that, that are sort of, I would put out there the idea of, of life coaching in the context of healthcare. And I'm wondering, do you draw a line? Is there a line to be drawn? What are the range of services? We talk about healthcare versus well care. Uh, some of the examples you've been giving are around 
post-significant encounter with the healthcare system, but I imagine there are also things around lifestyle changes, mindset changes to perhaps prevent those encounters with the healthcare system. That's exactly what it is. It's about lifestyle and behavior modification. Um, So on the platform, we have life coaches. We have uh, obviously health and wellness coaches. There's trainers. But what we focus on specifically as a company right now is health and wellness coaching. And health coach is a non-clinical profession. So a health coach will never prescribe anything, but they will help an individual set the right goals and help them get to those goals. So do we have any information out there, research around the ultimate system level value of the wellness coaching, right? At the end of the day, for better, for worse, this is all about dollars and cents. Someone's Mm -hmm. going to invest and uh, promote the platform and engage with you if it makes sense for their bottom line. So where are we on the path in terms of being able to demonstrate real value there? There have been numerous um, studies on health coaching and benefits of health coaches. There is a compendium of health and wellness coaching literature. uh, And uh, from that, it just spans across different categories in oncology in heart disease and obesity, hypertension, diabetes, across all of those categories and more. There have been a lot of studies that have shown improvements in patients. Yeah, and David, as I think most of the listeners that tune into your show know the path uh, from the research and some of the clinical trials, and we'll cite, um, you know, happy to share kind of the link uh, for your listeners to the compendium that the National Board, um, you know, spearheaded. But just to kind of, you know, a lot of the health coaching has been around, let's call it metabolic uh, diseases, diabetes, uh, and hypertension where we are seeing kind of the next generation is more in the preventative, non-acute mental health, right? And again, just to keep reminding the listeners, health coaching is a non-clinical service. Um, But just to give you an example, out of, you know, 12 studies uh, within the heart disease space, 91% of those studies revealed significant improvements in heart health, right? Uh, With other positive outcomes, including, you know, improvement of behaviors, uh, better diets, um, you know, 100% adherence, and I'll use that term for the healthcare audience, to better exercising. So um, there, this is just heart disease alone. Um, and then, again, happy to share more um, and the links to the compendium. Um, there is uh, an add-on to the compendium, or, or let's put it this way, there's been a lot more studies Um, since uh, the pandemic hit as well in health coaching. And again, National Board, um, you know, is leading the way in augmenting that compendium. And we haven't seen kind of the early data, but there are hundreds and hundreds more studies that are coming out. Now, kind of the final piece on this a little bit is for an economic value, we all know that initially it's this research and studies Um, you know, then it does need to get to some level of reimbursement. You know, the interesting part will be how does health coaching really place in value-based care? I think that's still TBD from an overall cost perspective. And the economic value, which is exactly why there is now, uh, you know, the real-world data gathering is happening to move those things forward. 
So I imagine uh, the years that we've been living through with the global pandemic has obviously made remote services more attractive to more people. We've seen an explosion and maybe a, a retreat from that explosion in traditional, quote unquote, traditional telehealth. Uh, but this is part of that trend, I imagine, as well. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we, you know, we started, uh, we officially incorporated as your coach health on January of 2020, right before the pandemic hit. Um, and while, you know, starting a startup uh, right in the midst of the pandemic, always challenging, we did have a lot of the tailwinds uh, because of that, just like kind of the broader digital health, you know, slash telemedicine did benefit from that in order to have provide access to care to the patients and health consumers. That's what ultimately is. So absolutely, I think coaching, you know, if you rewind back was, you know, meet your coach locally. Yes, there were tools. There still are to manage the, that relationship online, but it certainly um, really pushed it forward um, in the last, you know, two and a half, three years. So in the scheme of things, I'm trying to get a handle or ask you to help us get a fix on where health coaching fits in the healthcare stack, let's say. Is this a tool that, you know, again, in the scheme of things, relatively low cost compared to a course of cancer treatment, compared to uh, lifetime management of a metabolic disease. Uh, do you see the opportunity here as a as a pivot point? As a you know, how do we turn the super tanker of healthcare? Is health coaching a means to try to do that? Whether in terms of quality, whether in terms of cost, whether in terms of effectiveness, whatever metric you want to think about using here. Well, we obviously, we obviously think so. <laughs> we think that. Um, and a health coach does not replace um, a healthcare professional. A health coach sure. is an essential part of a health and care team. So doctors have increasingly less time to spend with patients. If they have 5, 10, 15 minutes, it's, it's a good day. Nurses, they're not doing what they're meant to do. Nurses are doing jobs of five people. Um, and the price of nurse, nursing costs has uh, tripled in the past couple of years. So here come health coaches who are trained in a lot of the same techniques as therapists, such as motivational interviewing. And they're trained to have the time, whether it's 30 minute live session or an hour live session, they're trained and have the time to continue the conversations with patients and clients while keeping in contact with the rest of the health and care team. They keep in contact with doctors and therapists and physical therapists and nurses and whoever, dietitians, right, whoever is part of that team and working together holistically, again, here is that word, to help an individual become a better version of themselves. And, and one, you know, I'm just going to add one little thing. And, you know, people get to ask us, you know, what, what really is a, is, a, is a dietitian a health coach? And the way we kind of position this is you have a health and wellness coaching, let's call it the national board certification, yep. but you can also be a registered dietitian. But a registered dietitian is not necessarily a health and wellness coach. 
Um, same thing goes for nurses. You can be a registered nurse and yes, trained with some motivational interviewing techniques, but you may not be a health and wellness trained coach. Um, but but the reverse could be true, right? Yeah, so. and it's really important that health coaches stay within the scope of practice and are really doing the work that they were trained to do. Health coaches are not nudgers. They're not there to tell somebody to eat a certain thing or to adhere to a certain um, uh, medication. They're there for more than that. They're there to understand the behavior of a person and why something didn't work for them or why something did so they can set themselves up for success in the long run. To wrap things up, I'm going to ask you both to comment on my my favorite final question, which is if you're to wake up tomorrow and find yourself five years in the future, what's one thing in healthcare that you would hope or expect uh, to find has changed drastically? Just one thing. So for me, it's hard, right? Um, But for me, it would be preventive care over reactive care. I think if we get to that point as a society, I think uh, we'll we'll all see a lot of wonderful changes. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll just add as as I've been a long time proponent of digital and digital health, and I think it's advanced the industry, it's advanced our knowledge. But you know, if we look at um, ultimately, you know, if you think about IVR systems for a second, right, that were really being pushed heavily, and then ultimately. You know, sometimes I just want to press zero to talk to a real life person. And so I really hope that there is a workforce. It doesn't need to be, you know, a health coaching, but a workforce. Um, but we all need a person to lean on. Right. And so I do hope that, you know, that compassion, that empathy is continues to be part of the healthcare system. And we don't write things off just to tech um, all the time. Great. Well, thank you both. I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, David. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure as always. Let's see if I can make it three times. (laughs) You have been listening to Harlow on Healthcare. Join us at healthcarenowradio.com. Let's continue the conversation on building the future of healthcare together at hashtag Harlow on HC. I'm David Harlow, keeping the fire going and holding a seat open for you. Until next time.